Welcome to the RPG Design Panelcast. This podcast presents the very best recorded panels and seminars with regards to role-playing game design and publishing. This podcast has been made possible thanks to the generous contributions of the panel speakers and of Double Exposure with their amazing game design convention, Metatopia. Episode 133, Credit Where Credit Is Due. Recorded at Metatopia 2016. Presented by Cam Banks, Fred Hicks, and Rachel E.S. Walton. Surviving panelists. Uh, Cam left. Cam, Cam left, and uh, Rachel has uh, a conflict slash departure to be negotiating as well. Uh, so you have me, and I think this for me is about a 15 minute topic, so I'm going to cover some of that. And everybody should move forward. Yeah, everybody should move forward because this is about as loud as I'm going to get. Um, you, is it one? Do you want to wait like a moment? We, we arrived at one. Okay. Yeah. Um, right. And it's one of five, yeah. So. Uh, this is giving credit where it's due. Uh, it is terribly easy to give credit when you're a one-man shop. Uh, uh, sorry, I'm Fred Hicks with Eagle Hat. This is Chris from Eagle Hat. Um, uh, we uh, uh, and we have kind of gone through the experience of uh, uh, you know uh, creating a single book uh, myself. Uh, you know, giving myself credit for that for that stuff and moving on. And remembering to give yourself credit is a good one, and I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but as we've grown, we've had more and more of the need to make sure that we are giving uh, credit to all of the members of the project. Um, all of the members of the project, uh, uh, especially when these projects start to have uh, you know, dozens of playtesters, um, multiple artists, multiple writers, uh, uh, which can happen with a big book. Um, I think the most important thing to do as early on as possible, whether or not you have a project manager, just make sure you're designating someone who uh, is the authority on who is credited, and you work with them as early on in the project as possible before the project to establish a template for what sorts of things should be credited for, like the roles that might go into a project. Um, there were, uh, uh, as we started to have official uh, business development and marketing folks at Pat. Chris, our uh, business development head, um, uh, we released a few products without noting them as people who've done that, which doesn't feel great to them. You know, I, I did my apologies, I took my time, uh, but uh, uh, that helped us realize, okay, that's not something that needs to be in that template. So you can try to keep your template fresh. Uh, you're going to you're going to be editing out roles that aren't relevant for your project uh, uh, as needed. But it also means that if someone else, like uh, the game designer, is getting out there and, and playtesting, make sure you've instructed them to collect collect uh, uh, like names of playtesters, but also that they are following those names back to whoever is the authority. For, for us, it's John and our project manager uh, on that. Um, Any time since we started that process, that we haven't you know set up that funnel. Uh, or, or where I haven't uh, uh, turned to Sean and said, Sean, can you please hand me a few credits for this this project as I'm you know finishing it up, packing it up to go to press? Uh, uh, we ended up leaving someone out. 
Um, and uh, you know, there's, there's no going back. There's, there's no going back. You've got something that goes goes into print. You might be able to fix it in the second printing, but you know that has correction fees with it. You might never even get to the second printing. Um, so, like, when you miss crediting someone, you absolutely need to take the time, talk, uh, talk with them, explain how things went wrong, and explain how you're fixing it. You know, that's sort of all the basics. Uh, but uh, uh, you know, it, 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 and also accept that this will happen occasionally, even with the best of processes, and and, and be ready for correcting how it went wrong this time, so you're not making the same crediting mistake twice. Um, uh, before uh, before we had uh, Sean on board, uh, when I was uh, uh, putting together uh, the present college role playing game, uh, somewhat famously, I uh, was so like nervous because I didn't have that central authority, and I was trying to you know talk to uh, Amanda, our editor, and to other people on the project, to make sure I had all the names down, that I put all the names and credits, this big fat credits page, and all sorts of people named there. And nobody's credited for layout, uh, <laughs> uh, but it went off the press. So uh, you know, I, I have no idea who laid out Jotun uh, uh, Files uh, RPG, uh, but it must have been some jerk who pulled off the credits like that. Um, uh, but even more recently, um, uh, developing uh, the uh, upcoming card game Kaiju Incorporated with uh, Eric Vogel. Um, uh, he had been doing this really great job, of kind, kind of like being the central point for all the other data of the project. And because he was being so good about that, and he was collecting the, the, the list of playtesters and things like that, stuff that was very much his lens on the project, I lost sight of the fact that he should actually be funneling all of that to Sean. And that piece kind of got dropped. And as a result, I left off this man. And, and, uh, and the marketing director. Yeah, and the marketing director. And uh, marketing director is not someone you really want to have wronged. And uh, this is a man that you will definitely hear about in the most certain terms uh, when you have wrong. So uh, 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 I'm sorry, Chris, and uh, please stop hitting. Water under um, the bridge at this point. Sure. Um, so it, like, like I said, it, it's not even after you've built it, like all of your experience and your templates and your processes, it, it, occasionally the process is going to misfire and you're going to miss someone. Uh, uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to hold this up as like, uh, you know, I, having figured it out, we are still not yet perfect. Uh, no, this is like the, the Kajiko in, uh, example is now shipping on a boat. So, yeah. like, it's, literally. It's like, it, at the time that I realized that, that, that uh, they had been left out, the rule books had already been printed, even though the card game had Yeah. But I didn't want to tell them, oh, yeah, just recycle all of that and increase our product cost, you know, like, by, you know, a couple, at least a thousand bucks. And we did not want that either. Yeah, we didn't want that. So, we're like, okay, cost, cost of the correction is too high. Yep. Um, just gonna have to suck it up, and uh, uh, what I did was I made sure I got out there to Chris and to Terry, explained that it had happened, why it had happened, how it wouldn't happen again. Um, but <laughs> that's, yeah, that's really possible. Well, right, but it happened. It, but the last time it didn't happen it was for a different reason because it's an extra template development. Yeah. Are you watching him swarm a little? It feels good. Yeah, it feels yeah. really good. Uh, uh, but you know, I know that you're coming at me, so I'm ready for you. I know you're ready. Uh, uh, so I mean, that that's kind of my 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 overview of it. If you screw up on credits. Own up to it as early as possible, and best of all, before the product actually hits somewhere that the person who got left out can see it. That's worse. Yeah, because you want to be the deliverer of this news. You yeah. do not want to be the person explaining it to the person who discovered it. Um, and you need to be on on the well. It's best if you're on the ball enough to have noticed that you failed <laughs> uh, uh, to be able to say this. Um, 
Uh, but it, this is all sort of like where, where it went wrong. I, 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 the, the, the first principles that I'm, I'm talking about here goes, goes back to that. Make sure you have somebody whose job it is to do that. And don't think that you are separately collecting some subsection of it. Nope, it all needs to come with that person. That needs to be the person you're absolutely certain you're checking with at the time you're putting credits into the game. Um, and is this, is this specifically about credit credits in the game? Because I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think about that. Oh, right. Okay, so thank you for that. Yeah. Um, this is also uh, uh, gets into a, sort of an interesting territory where someone didn't work on a game, but uh, uh, has inspired something. And there's sort of this weird thing of like, maybe I shouldn't say that I, you know, grab the initiative mechanic from this game over here because. Uh, uh, maybe they'll come and sue me, and that, you know, if you're if you're doing something that resembles that, you're not really in that risk. It's only if you're copying the verbatim text, uh, uh, something like that. Um, and also, as a designer, especially at something like Metatopia, if you get a great idea from someone, give them a little bit of thank you, funnel that to your uh, your, your template keeper um, uh, uh, to make sure that that's sort of covered. Um, I got. And Cam was here. I would turn to him and yeah, point this up. I got a little, uh, 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 I miffed, I guess, is, is the extent of the, uh, the reaction when uh, Marvel, Super, Marvel Heroic came out with an initiative mechanic that I had discussed with uh, Cam that had actually come from a conversation I had had with Lenny Lenny Um So as part, and you know. Uh, it, it was a big project. They had a bunch of stuff that they had to officially think about. So of course that didn't actually make it through their process, uh, to their credits page. Uh, but uh, you know, when I when I saw that that had occurred, I got out there and did a blog post that was both celebrating the game, but also talking about the origination of uh, of the initiative mechanic, um, it, at least in as much as I discussed it with Cam. Uh, uh, and then I went on to say, and here's how you play with that initiative mechanic in a clever way. And as a result, that post became something that a lot of people referred to whenever they were talking about something that was cool about Marvel Heroic. And it gave Cam a way to also kind of push that out there and celebrate it, you know, because it's another case of a missed credit that could have that could have been in there and you know, done his job. You're segue into something that I want to bring up too, which is credit also can be given in many, many other ways than just in the credit page. As an organization, we try our hardest to make certain on social media, wherever we can, while a project is you know, in development to, to try and talk about what a great job so-and-so is doing on X. So there's other ways to credit people prior to even putting it in the product itself to make certain that you know, their name gets out there as working on something you're working on and you know, acknowledges the fact that, hey, you're out there doing a thing for us. And that's really, really important and we certainly appreciate it. And that's one of the things as an organization, you know, just like I say, aside from the credits, that's something we work really hard on because we know people are working really hard for us. So, yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's kind of the, the, the root of it. Uh, 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 it. It's just super important because sometimes, especially in a uh, collaborative environment where ideas can pass along without work coming along with them, yep. the only way you can really compensate someone for giving you a killer idea is to get their name in there somewhere. Um, and uh, you know, this is not me saying like uh, pay them with exposure, but really all they did was have a you know quick conversation with you about Metatopia or whatever, and say you know I think your your game would like really sing if you did this thing with the dice. 
And then it was on you to take that idea and, and polish it and turn it into something that I can work in your engine. Um, but that doesn't mean that it's 100% your idea. And it's, it, you know, frankly, it's just gracious to yeah. get out there and, 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 and express uh, acknowledge someone's contribution. It will also, as a result, build a stronger bond with that person and will get you into a better position over time as a member of the, of, of the game community uh, to potentially actually work with that person later on or at least get them to uh, draw more audience your way, which is you know, good for your sales. Like, the, the, you're, no action in, in this whole process of uh, game publishing exists in the vacuum. It's very much an ecosystem. Um, uh, and you push, you push in one direction, and negative or positive, that's going to ripple out. Uh, and, and credits are kind of a very cosmetic but very important way to, to, to do a positive book. Can I ask you, how do you credit like inspirations? You know, I mean, obviously, no game, every, every game is created by a village, right? And right it's yeah. a village of ideas and a village of games that you know where you got. Is that something that's worth doing? I mean, I, I think uh, designer notes are something that we, I, there was a little bit of a tradition of that in uh, indie RPGs back when I uh, uh, effectively self published whatever it was people had. Uh, uh, we had. Uh, I did, did a uh, two-page uh, uh, sources of inspiration uh, thing at the end of it, where I went through like all the different media sources that I could think of, and included ones that I like discovered after I'd written the thing. But I'm like, oh, this series of books is entirely like what I just wrote. Yeah. Um, so let me, let me point you guys that way as well. Um, uh, you know. There's a, there's, a, there's a reason that well, yeah, what, I, what I kind of want to say there is there's a reason that DVDs developed things like extras and deleted scenes and um, uh, commentary tracks, right? There's a, there's definitely a subsection of the people you're reaching who want to lift up the hood and really look at all of the engine yeah. um, and and then trace that engine back to the factory it came from yep. and then find out which inventors you know contributed which you know gear shaft or whatever to it. Um, you know, that, 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 that's not for everyone, but doing it will, quite frankly, make you feel better. It'll make the people who, you know, who were part of that inspiration, who intersect with your product, feel better about that product. And again, it's one, it's one of those ways to drop up the you know, positive pebble in the plan and finding out that it will work out. Yeah, I Does anyone else have questions on yeah, that? we should move this into questions because there's not a ton more to say on the subject. Yeah. So, do you suggest um, things like Hey, thank you to you know uh, Joe Schmo for that cool stunt idea. Maybe list this stuff. Yeah, you know, as an example. I think I think I that's think absolutely great. Right. And, and, and even if it doesn't end up making a, even if it doesn't end up being a good case for uh, representing that in the actual text of the product, because it's not maybe you're dealing with a thin uh, rule book for a card game, and there's only so much space in that, and every cent counts when you're talking card game. Um, uh, at least get out there and talk about them in your your posts and, and, and your social media uh, presence about that. And uh, anytime someone brings it up, go well. You know that's actually for money or whoever. Right. Um, it can be on the product page on yeah, the website. Yeah. On the product page on the website. Like there 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 are, there are no cost things that exist in the digital space. There can be a good venue for that. Um, and you'll also see this sometimes in crowdfunding situations where you want to credit your ten thousand backers. But putting eight pages worth of, of people's names in three-point type into a you know your, your, your physical book, maybe not the best financial decision. Isn't really that much of a celebration per se. But you put it on the web page, they show up as part of the search for their name. Your your game kind of shows up as part of the search for their name, and you know, on Google or something like that. That can end up being a nice uh, a nice 
Uh, actually, it's important to, to ask. I see that lately, like there's many situations when there is a really fight. You have a game, really successful game, go out with some of the publisher, of, of backers, and it looks like that this format of having pages and pages of makers doesn't really work either for them, either for other people. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like the like the pages of thousands of backers thing really works in books very well, unless because. So the question would be, what do you think works, and how? For example, if you have this on your web page, how would the person who is reading your book yeah. goes on this web page? Because well, we didn't invent electronic paper yet. Well, I mean, I I, I think it's. Uh, uh, it's important before you release a product, before you're ready to send it to the printer, that you have an idea of what the landing page on your website is going to be for someone looking for the product, and you mention that if you can in your printed work, so that when someone picks up the book or even pick up the PDF, they'll they'll see that there's already a web presence for it, and that's a chance for them to get to it. In PDF, it's um, easy just to put a web link directly yeah, to the yeah, list. Yeah, but absolutely. if you're especially about PDF, the right. physical product, it's slightly harder. Right. It's slightly harder, but a URL is better than nothing. Yeah, and you can look at things like QR codes, although you know, that that's got very little utility. Um, uh, and you can also try for the thanking people on Moss thing in, in the book itself. You can say thank you to all of our Kickstarter backers right there on the title page, so that it's making it very clear that you're not sorry about this. Um, that you're uh, that you're acknowledging uh, uh, that you couldn't have gotten there without this before, right? Because mm -hmm. credit credits are thank yous, mm -hmm. right? So anywhere, anywhere you do feel grateful, yeah, you probably got something you need, to, you need to say in some sort of context that ties to the product. Yeah, I got an idea as a follow-up on that. Was if, if you were giving credit to, you know, like if I thank you and Eric for what they gave me for hit points for a game or something, if you were doing that while your Kickstarter was going on, obviously it's got a win-win thing. Does that sound like a you know, douchebag thing to do. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, you, if you, if I said, you know, thank you, fake for blah 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 blah. It's really not funny. I feel in a way that it could be celebratory, but maybe, maybe I should. Are, 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 it's the internet. Are you, yeah, you're essentially people, worrying whether people get not, people mad at you anyway, right? Right. Yeah. You're you're not going to make everyone happy, and as yeah. long as you sound sincere, yeah. you should be okay. Yeah. You know, and if those if there are people out there who doubt your sincerity or want to attack you on something you feel sincerely about, they're not your customer. I mean, if there's anything to possibly be worried about there, um, be, aware, a be, be, be aware of the customer. Much, yeah. Well, be aware of coming off as though you are fishing for your source of inspiration to tweet about your after Kickstarter. Sure. Because that can feel kind of icky on that other end of the yeah. uh, thing. can actually end up turning them off as much as they might go ahead and do it. Yeah. I'm, not saying, I'm not saying you can't do it and you can't link them, but think about the way you're crafting your words, yeah. and how someone who's not you might take that. That's what I was trying to figure out, yeah. maybe from your perspective, because you have a company that obviously will get that frequently, yeah. if that's a thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I, for example, if someone says, uh, the tweet like, uh, "Hey, I'd really love to thank Evil Hat Official for, uh, uh, you know, this is clear, uh, for uh, uh, making the fate, uh, you know, for open license. Uh, it's, it's made a lot of difference for us." And Kickstarter that we're running right now, putting a link there. Yeah. They're probably going to retweet that. Yep. However, if you put in something in there that amounted to "Please RT," yeah, of course, um, yeah. You know, yep. that, that's <laughs> the push. Yeah, pushes it over the line into, uh, you know, potentially turning sure, off. Sure. Yeah. The people you're so you, you didn't even do anything for them. Yeah. Right. I, I thought at least the win-win is kind of nice. Well, if it is a win-win, it's a win-win right. for the guy who's promoting their product, it's fledgling, but maybe not for fame. But you know, but it's still somebody else. We're doing good. Nice. So. Okay.
Yeah, I, I actually think it's a very valid practice, and again, I, I'm just going to hammer on it. Sincerity will drive that both ways. Because I can see you know, you're kind of celebrating the game. That's what it's like the Kickstarter party, you know? Yeah. yeah. Asking for anything in the middle of a thank you is generally where you will fall down. Just, just don't ask. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't ask. Sense. yeah. Don't because ask. because if if you're lucky enough to have sources of inspiration that likes to you know promote yeah. the community or, or or do it because you know, and, and even if it's a little self-serving on their part, there's a little bit of like, hey, look, hey, I inspired this thing. Ha -ha. Yeah. Um, you know, that's a great thing to have, but let it be an emergent thing yeah. rather than a intended product of that. Like, it's, it's, again, that's sincerity, but I'm trying to grow organically, and that sort that sort of thing will grow organically faster rather than yeah. begging for it. Um, and I would also. Yeah, I would. I would also avoid like private messaging someone with that yeah. thank you and a hey, could you please link to our Kickstarter? Yeah. But private messaging them with uh, uh, like hey, we've got a Kickstarter going on right now. I just wanted to thank you for that and leave it there. Yep. That gives an opportunity that if they are open to sharing it, and like hey, can you point me out the link yeah. to that? Then you've got a conversation. And that's an organic thing as opposed to immediately leading with all that sure. stuff that feels like push. And that's big. Yeah, I was actually just thinking like, you know, I could see how you could like each day be like, thank you, Numenera, for such and such. Without any of that, please retweet or anything, just yeah. being like, thanks. Yes, exactly. But then people who know about your Kickstarter, obviously, um, who like Faith, then they yeah. even know about her like, like Numenera and like, you know. And if, and, and, it's okay. yeah. and, and if for whatever reason you aren't able to fit the link into your initial thing yeah. in a non-pushy way, um, let it become a conversation and and you know you could potentially that. like drop it in you know after that, um, uh, but you know I would just be for, uh, wary of things like please RT, uh, could you yeah. anything? We're already busy. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. and uh, uh, what was the other thing? Um, I'd love it if you drop by and look. It's right on the line. Yeah. Sometimes it'll land well, and sometimes wow. it won't. Yeah. No, I'm just. I'm, I'm, just I'm, I'm trying to be honest about this. No, I'm like, I appreciate that. I know how I. I know how it has read over, over time. I, I get a lot of this, yeah. um, uh, and uh, like, kind of my policy is: if you ask me to promote your Kickstarter, I probably won't. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but if you like made me aware of it in a like sure. non-push way, yeah. I'm probably at least going to check it out. I'm probably at least going to star it, and then there's a chance that when the 48 hour um, like reminder goes out from that star, I'll drop by, and if you haven't funded yet, I'm almost certain to say something about it. Um, and if you have funded yet, yeah, maybe maybe not, depending on how well I feel it's aligned sure, yeah. with where my current social media space is at. Because that's that's the thing that's going on too. Um, there's some sources of inspiration are potentially uh, 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 in the middle of like a Twitter war, and they don't want to just like drop a promo <laughs> yeah, or do the thing because that you know potentially overspills or something like that. Uh, or, or or you know they they've uh, gotten to the point where they're like, well, you know, we are working on releasing our own. Uh, mecha game right now, and here's the mecha thing. Like, you know, I just don't want to confuse our consumers. That, yeah, you know, yeah. So there's this circumstantial environment in which they're uh, they're going to be thinking about that stuff too. And then, you know, they're not against you doing your sure. own mecha game, but that has uh, their own marketing. Yeah, it just has to do with like how they are managing people's awareness of their own content, and and when you when they are retweeting you or whatever, uh, they're doing that in what they consider to be available free space. Um, uh, and sometimes that's safe for Yeah. More questions. Any other questions? Fastest kind of way. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I'd, I'd be happy to go deeper on the topic if someone sees an angle, but I feel like we've, we've seen a lot of them. Okay. Uh, it just basically felt like the 
description of the panel was more about tell me more about like we'll tell about what inspired us in our games, but right. And is it not not the idea, or is it not the idea right now because Cam is not here? Yeah, Cam, well, Cam, Cam and I could have potentially had a deeper discussion about uh, what is sometimes called now the Alcera Initiative because we both kind of went, yeah, you know, Lenny is really sort of the the er source of this initiative method that showed up in Marvel Hero because we've, we've had a number oh, of conversations sure. around that sort of thing. Um, uh, and but I think some of the conversations we've had about uh, recognizing your sources of inspiration, however tenuous the connection, yeah. um, you know that's growing your that, that's potentially growing your audience. It's creating a greater community of positivity around what you have derived from that idea, uh, and sort of thing. So I think it's kind of contained in some of the stuff. Oh, and more, more is like if you how designs grow and like you design clearly, then you need to start to. To be fair, but okay. of course, that there's also interest. Just I, I, I feel like I feel like this this uh, panel is less about like design theory. I like, see. Like okay, maybe I was wrong. No, no. I, I just I'm I'm saying that that's my understanding of this Okay. Okay. I have a game that's based around werewolves. Okay. Um, I'm obviously going. I I don't remember his name, but I know I looked up the person who originally made it. Okay. I don't remember the name of the person who brought it over to America. So I know Sometimes you can credit by product instead of by individual. Okay. Um, like, I credit Austria and Werewolves. Right, yeah. But, and, and, and one of the interesting ways you can deal with that is you can, you can name products that aren't yours in your marketing text in certain ways. Like, I'm saying, in, in the spirit of Ultimate Werewolf and da da da, we bring you this sort of game. You know, Actually, the last couple of people I told, I mentioned it to, said the exact opposite that I should avoid doing that. but. You know, we, we, we have, we have uh, in the marketing text for our stuff, named uh, movies, television shows, novel series, and so forth that we don't have the rights to go for saying, like, if you are a fan of blah, blah, you might like this. And that's kind of how you want to package it. Yep. It's not saying, it's not saying, by the way, this is a Star Wars game, and do we don't have the Star Wars license. Yeah. We're, we're saying, uh, you know, if you're, if you're into a great space opera like Star Wars, or this, like, like Battlestar Galactica, then you'll want to attack me on SWAT. Um, uh, uh, you know, then I, you're, you're, you're keeping yourself in a fairly safe space there. That, that, okay. That's the marketing thinking. angle of that. Yeah, that's, you're right, exactly. Which is why I'm saying, in a marketing way, in the same way that uh, Coke can talk about Pepsi yes. without giving them a kickback, yep. yeah. uh, you can talk positively about these other things. And special thanks to real being anymore. Yeah. You yeah. know, like public. special thanks to, you know, George Lucas for making Star Wars because that was the inspiration since I was 13. There's nothing wrong with doing that. Yeah, nothing okay. at all. Yeah. Well, it's good enough. <laughs> uh, we, we exist in an environment. We exist in an environment of fear sometimes in this industry about yeah. either bringing up the competition, bringing up something that somebody else may own, things like that, and that's all horse hockey. It, it, it's just crap. Um, you yeah. should always feel free to talk about other things because you have a complete audience. Don't try and sell your game with those names on top of it. Don't try and borrow the license sneakily or anything like that. But ultimately, saying an important thing is okay. Okay. Yeah. That's good enough. Yeah. just doesn't come up. Like, uh, you would you would have to have really gone over the line for it for it to yeah. turn into a situation where, uh, you know, it's the difference between saying uh, uh, if you'd like to play a uh, a Cage Crusader or Champion of Justice, but Triple Justice, you know. Versus, uh, this is the game in which you can play Batman and Superman. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, right. You're, you're, at that point, you're saying I'm selling a DC universe game versus I'm I'm selling a superhero game that resonates with people who are fans of the DC comics. But you can thank Bob Kane for writing Batman in the credits. Absolutely. So. I just remember that the similar thing I saw in the Cortex Plus Hackers Guide mm -hmm. shows basically saying you can use this to play a space opera game with the smugglers and uh, space companions. Yeah. While not, uh, which is really hard pointed to some specific thing with the not saying its name. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, well, also Cortex Plus exists in the context of having had licenses and maybe not having them now. Uh, so they, they, they potentially have some like actual legal agreements where they need to not appear like they're still using license they don't have yeah. anything like that. So yeah, that, 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 that point they, they were in process of acquiring the Firefly license, so that's why... Yeah, there's also, there's also, I don't have that license yet, so I have to talk about it more. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, maybe it's a little bit off panel, but I think that we've seen of Evil Hats games, probably especially big, uh, have you seen any like trends in, in what people are doing as they as they're using fate as an inspiration and going from there? You mean uh, as in using fate as a starting system but departing from it significantly and kind of making their own thing? Or are you talking more about people doing their starting fate? Or even just like going all the way into another game, um, but looking forward with your own credits or uh -huh. what people are crediting you for, um, do you see anything coming up? Or oh, you, you know, I. To some extent, the, the, the community is so wild and woolly and full of full of ideas that it, it's nearly impossible for me personally, especially with all the things that this man keeps making sure I have on my plate, um, uh, uh, to to really keep keep track of that stuff. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> a little bit of a dirty secret here. One of the reasons I find uh, open licensing uh, really appealing is I don't really have to consult anyone on whether or not they can use the stuff. The you know the, the contract is out there. Anybody can pick it up and do something with it, and uh, especially with us also offering a, a Creative Commons uh, attribution uh, license, uh, you know, it can be a really small amount of depth that they need to put in there, which is simply you know, based on the works of uh, uh, Faith, CC by find this, you know, find out more about it at this link, um, and that also happens to carry the credits along with it, like and define exactly how that needs to be there. So it's very hands off for me, and as a result, I'm not pinged personally uh, that often uh, to, to find that something's been out there. Sometimes, sometimes months later, I discover this delightful fake product out there that I haven't even heard of. And um, I think that's uh, some of the things you might be looking for, you can troll around on like, like a, a fake SRD boards, you can maybe go over to G Plus and look through some of the designers out there and using the keyword fake and stuff like that. Yeah. But I think, you know, I watch our Twitter feed a lot. We have a marketing person who's actually in charge of our Twitter feed, but he and I will post on there. So if there's generally anything misspelled or snarky, it's me. But uh, it's true. Um, it does take an awful lot of time to, to follow through with every mention that you get. So we don't. You know, we will certainly retrieve people's projects and things like that, but we're a team of five right now trying to produce a schedule of 30 plus products, and there's just not a lot of time for other people's stuff. That actually also underscores something that, like, uh, where, where Evil Hat at least is, and you're kind of talking about fate, so I've got a specific context here. Um, uh, the job of noticing that stuff isn't fine as right? Used to be. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, you know, that stuff comes across uh, Tom or Carrie's desk is where it comes to, yeah. to, to, 
first. Or someone will contact me directly or something like that. It's We've grown to the point largely where people are reaching out to us specifically for things rather than just mentioning. I would also say that between uh, the uh, fake worlds that we are ourselves putting out and the fairly robust third party publishing community out there, um, if I can't really find a trend because there's, there's too many possible trends you know, if, if it comes down to it. Um, uh, yeah, so I couldn't really necessarily tell you, oh yeah, there's this huge gap in, in, in fake coverage on this particular genre. I mean, people can find it, but the best place to ask that is a fake community where you've got a lot of different perspectives that are all understanding the piece of the puzzle um, than necessarily a simple clearinghouse. That, that doesn't exist as much particularly with licensing. Thank you. No. Any other questions? All right, I, I don't mind calling this like 20, 20 or so minutes early. Oh, we'd like to have some breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy your conversations and goodbyes. Enjoy your Thank you for your questions. That helped this turn from me feeling like I was doing a quick PowerPoint presentation into you know, good discussion. Discussions are really what I enjoy most about uh, Medicare. So thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Oh, you should try that. Right? That's my water Okay, can you give me like two or three minutes? I didn't catch your name. Is it Sean Mitmer? No, no. Uh, sorry, Sean Mitmer's our uh, project manager. Gotcha. Yeah. I was just on a panel and they mentioned your name and I didn't know who you were, so I'm sorry. I'm about oh, to you. yeah. yeah. Uh, God, what did they say? Hold on now. Despite the appearance of wearing a legal hat, he's made an evil hat. He also okay. runs, well, right. Uh, he also uh, helps run um, and is a part owner of uh, Endgame in Oakland, California, which is Possibly the best game store in America.